Welcome back, Danny Beard, who has recently had a near-death experience. Of course, we're not going <laughs> to talk. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that today. But I'm very glad that Danny is back to join us here. Maybe in a future podcast, he'll feel like elaborating on that, and we can talk about it some more. But today, we're talking about high vibe mentality, how you can change your thoughts and your actions. And that can change the way you put off energy out into the world around you. You down for this, Dano? Absolutely. That's my man. Okay, all people are able to pick up on vibrations. You may not think this is true, but it sounds woo-woo, esoteric. It's, It's absolutely true, though. It's not bullshit. We emit these vibrations from each other. Human beings just put them off. Your heart is beating because of electricity. Your brain puts off electricity through neuronal pathways. Your nervous system is firing through uh, little signals that come through your nerves to your muscles and make them move so you can do whatever you want to do. Walk, grab something. So just keep that in mind. Depression, anxiety, fear, hate. These are low vibrations. So, Danny, have you ever noticed a person in a room with, like, say, their heads down, they have a closed body posture, they are not looking at people in the eye, maybe they're very quiet or non-talkative, what do you think about that person? What does that say to you? What do you feel? So, is there something wrong with that person? Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, it, it could be a volume of things. Right, but you can obviously, if they, I think everybody can, as I asked Danny this question, they can relate to it. I can tell if I walk into a room and somebody's acting like that, which I've probably been that person before in certain situations because I was intimidated or uh, uh, maybe I was embarrassed of who I was around the people I was around. I don't know. But either the person is probably, I would guess, anxious or. They are self-conscious or maybe they're up to no good. Maybe they're doing something heinous behind everybody's back and just hoping they don't get noticed. I mean, those are some guesses I would have. Indeed. Yeah, so I mean, if you think about it like that, this person didn't say a word to you, did they? But just off of visual representation and off of a vibration you're catching from their being to your being, you are able to judge and discern some things about who they are or what they're up to. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been the guy that's shy in the room or quiet? Mm, possibly, <laughs> but I've, I've definitely... Uh... I've definitely been around people that have acted in a, you know, a peculiar manner. Yeah. You you can kind of just tell and sense that there's something wrong with that person. Maybe it could be anything from them having a bad day or having something wrong with them, but it's definitely easy to notice negativity or 
positivity from people if right. uh, you're kind of open to that stuff. Right. Okay. So here's another point then. I mean, I guess, you know, say that person's not very talkative or whatever, but um, they could be standing a different way or looking a different way, looking at everybody like with their eye to eye contact, standing up straight, different body posture. You feel a different vibe coming off this person. Then you're thinking, oh, they're not shy. Maybe they're just uh, on guard or uh, observing everyone or something of that nature, but you have a completely different discerning of what that person is up to than the person I just described that is kind of hunched down, scrunched over, won't look at anybody, seems very shy. So those are just variations, you know, and it can be little bitty things that can make a huge difference in how you appear in everybody's eyes in the world and like danny said some people are more sensitive to people's energy than others and i think that has a lot to do with getting used to picking up on other people's vibrations and another one is being clean not being fucked up to disturb your ability to um, pick up on the vibrations in the world around you okay so i'll move on past that um Example there. Okay, everything in the world is made of energy. Like I was just talking about, our senses we are aware of, some we are not, um, but they can all be used to pick up on energy. Science can't quantify and explain everything, so that needs to be noted, but we tend to be drawn to good, positive, high vibrations, while negative, low vibes tend to repel individuals like the ones we were talking about. So contentment, peace, joy, confidence, love, like basically just somebody that isn't concerned about what everybody else is thinking about them. These are high vibrations in general. Example now, Danny, I want your opinion on this. A person walks in to this same room we were just talking about where the other person was. They're standing tall. They have good posture, open body posture. They're giving great eye contact with everybody. They say hi to people that walk by or they smile or nod at strangers in recognition of the people they're around. Maybe they talk openly to strangers. What do you think about that person? Confident. Right. More positive energy. You can see people like that. Sometimes that you can like be around them and it kind of radiates, you know, you can see confidence on a person. Yeah. And here again, I can say I have had moments in my life where I've been that person. And I've noticed when you are in that zone, it's magnetic. It draws people to you. Where if you're the other way, which I told you I've been that way too, it repels people. So I I don't know if you've been on the extreme of both sides, but I actually have because I've suffered with dealing with anxiety and self conscious bullshit that I've dealt with for a lot of my life but usually when I can quiet my subconscious then the real me the confident me can come out and I get detached from consciously thinking about myself and what everybody else is thinking and then I can just be who I am and then I notice a magnetic effect then I'm more gregarious and people tend to come towards me out of nowhere that happened to you Sure. I mean, think about your sometimes. uh, 
Go ahead. So I was going to say sometimes without even drinking. <laughs> You're probably more gregarious or uh, just uh, positive about who you are or comfortable with who you are than I have ever been. So usually it takes something to get me out of my headspace to stop thinking about Oh, what are other people thinking about me or is somebody judging me or whatever? Because, I mean, hey, it's I do the same thing. Not only do I judge myself, I judge other people. It's a, a bad habit. Okay. So this person that we're talking about is not consumed with what others are thinking. So they're in the moment. They're living their life. They're being authentic. They're out of subconscious thought. Basically, just went through saying all that. But they don't give a shit what people are thinking, and that's not negative. That doesn't mean you don't care about what people are thinking. It's not an absolute. It's not like I don't give a fuck about people. It's just I don't care what they think about me. So you're comfortable with who you are. It's not obsessing over thoughts, staying in your critical mindset, freeing you to be yourself, see opportunities, open doors, not being scared to act. You move and flow freely that way. So, what do you think? Am I on to something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of esoteric woo-woo bullshit that nobody considers or thinks about, but people need to think about how they're thinking. Well, okay. Maybe they're not trying to claim it as some kind of scientific facts or anything, but I think anybody, like I said, I think the more open you are to that kind of thing, you understand it more. I think a lot of people just don't give a shit, don't pay attention. They, I know so many people are just carefree, walk in a room, don't pay attention to other people. They're consumed with themselves. And so maybe they don't pick up on things like that. Maybe they're, I've just always been kind of hyper aware of things. Right. I always pay attention to my surroundings for lots of reasons. Well, see, I do that. I do that too. I'm, uh, I have an awareness factor that's, it's not just that I'm comfortable and who I am. I, I have that problem where I'm not absolutely comfortable about who I am <clears throat> here and, and there throughout life. I went through different levels of being self-assured and not, but I'm like you, I'm always uh, on guard. I guess you could say like you're putting it. So the awareness of my surroundings is so if there is danger or somebody suspicious, I want to be able to pick up on it so I can act quickly if I need to. So, moving on. Just remember, this is not just saying that I you don't care about other people. It's just being comfortable with who you are. Wouldn't love everybody, fellow men, women, non-binary, whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> You, you just want to arrive at the state of not being constantly attached to the outcome of everything you do or say. This is about the power of authenticity and freeing yourself to be yourself. This keeps you from being needy or easily manipulated. You're more comfortable. And that's always good to be comfortable with who you are. All right, so... Let's move on to the next points on my list. You can work towards something or someone say, maybe it's not a goal in particular, like building a business or 
uh, working out or maybe it's your goal is to meet somebody you desire. Like there's a girl or a guy that you're after that you're really attracted to. You want to do that without this chokehold of control over like having desperate desire. You can follow through and chase that dream or chase that goal or chase that bitch or whatever you're doing, (laughs) but don't do it (laughs) out of desperation because desperation actually emits a frequency that pushes things away. And I've realized that before. What I've noticed in the dating world that's worked best for me is not giving a shit. When you don't care about the girl and you don't call her back all the time and you don't chase her incessantly or pay loads of attention to her, boy, they can't stand that. Then they're after you (laughs) like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Have you experienced that same phenomenon? Sure. And I'm sure ladies have experienced it. So give me a, you got any examples? I mean, you can only say so much without your wife fucking cutting your head off, but. Yeah. Y'all been married for so long. I don't, I don't know if you can go back to past um, times in your life where it worked for you or maybe even use uh, your wife as an example. Mm, I mean, I remember being younger and. You know, I, I always had a kind of a firm confidence about myself and very few times to ever catch myself where I was like the shy guy, um, maybe on occasion when I was young enough to actually, you know, feel that anxiety of being shy and stuff. But very rarely, I was always pretty confident as a young guy. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) the main, the main thing I'm questioning is like, say you found in your lifetime now being in your forties, is there a chick you can say that you were so hot for? Like you wanted this girl bad, maybe your wife, maybe besides your wife. If you can't talk about besides your wife, I understand. Don't go there. But I'm just saying, is there a time where you were confronted with what I just talked about where you instead of chasing them with desperation instead you just acted like you almost didn't care to pursue and it came right to you you still wanted it but you didn't desperately go after it instead that made them like want you more that that attraction that intensity just in energy stepped up yeah, I think that was kind of always my way. That was I always, always my kinda, way, too. I always just kind of played it off as, hey, you know, I'll be the nice guy. I'll be cool, but I'm not going to press it. And, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess for the most part, most girls were more interested by that rather than you chasing them. And I think that too can be, that can work both ways, I guess. I, I, I don't know. To me, I look at it as I, I, when I was younger, I didn't want to like chase women around or girls around or whatever. I, I don't know. I just, that, that wasn't really my thing. I did I didn't, I didn't, there was never one particular girl where I was like, you know, I'm so desperate that I need to have her that, you know, I'm going to make a fool of myself by hounding her over and over and over and over again. Yeah, so I just 
I'd always play it cool and just. I, I can think till... of just you're lucky that you never went there. You've always just kind of been, and I'm, for the most part, I'm the laid back dude. But I can think of two different women that I kind of chased after and made myself look desperate, and it totally didn't work out. I just made myself look like an idiot, got crushed by doing it. So it's kind of toxic when you get desperate and you do things that way, in my opinion. So use the mindset of you know what you want, not just a woman or a man or a relationship. I'm talking about everything, whether it's a million dollars or getting your business started or, you know, going to the gym and getting your body better. Use the mindset of you know what you want, you pursue it, but not with attachment or feeling like you need to be in complete control. If it's meant to be, your efforts will be enough. No attachment behavior is needed. Remember that attachment is toxic. Chase whatever you're after to a certain extent with confidence in yourself, who you are, and know that that's good enough. And don't put some crazy effort out there of desperation. That's all I'm saying is just desperation is it leeches off this toxic energy. It lowers your vibration level and does not make you appealing to anybody or anything when you do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought you would have at least some kind of experience with that because it's so relatable. Okay. Next, I'm saying trust God, trust the universe, the ether, trust Zenu, whoever you look up to, that, <laughs> that, that your work or effort is going to be sufficient. It will come without forcing it. It's a different mindset and energy vibe to put off for people, things, goals that you desire. Stop and think how you are thinking, which I expressed earlier. Most people never evaluate how they mentally navigate their world and situations. Never think a person or thing is above you. Have you ever had that situation? I've done it plenty of times in my life where I actually put this company or this person or whatever above me instead of going, you know, we're all on an equal plane or they might even be below me, which is not a good thought. You shouldn't think that either, but definitely nobody's above you. Not even, you know, Bill Gates or Elon Musk or the president of the United States or whatever. I don't care who you want to compare yourself to. They're not above you. We're all equal as human beings. You're comparing material things or power or other things of this nature. That's where people get stuck in this thing of comparison to their self to other people. That's not a good thing. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. And I've always had the mentality that I feel like everybody's my equal. And if they think otherwise, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I, w- I, w- I would say that to the president. I'd say that to the queen of fucking England. I'd say, bitch, you want me to bow? You better bow first. Yep. That's, and I totally agree with that. I don't care what kind of superstition or religion or whatever well, is. People. Yeah, That's the whole thing that everybody needs to understand that people put those people in a position of power. There's nothing about royal blood. Royal blood was invented. Yes. That's all it is. It was just made up. And something because of like with our government the way it is and with European government the way it is, the monarchy, all this crap that goes on, people made that possible. 
some asshole said, hey, we should have this person roll. And now we all have to worship this. And this has been going on for thousands of years. It's just been that way since the beginning of time. So people just need to understand that. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we can't do anything and say, hey, you know, the government fucked them, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can say it, but it's not going to get you anywhere. But unfortunately, people don't realize that or recognize that, that everybody is created equal. Yep. And Amen. I don't believe anybody should be telling other people what the fuck to do, you know? But, yeah. Well, I can go as far part. as to agree with that, too. I think uh, authority, as far as the figures we have above us and we all, you know, abide by everything they say, that's, it's ridiculous. It's been in place for way too long. And I think the originators of the country of America that we live in didn't, expect for our government to encroach on our freedoms the way that they have here in America because it just keeps getting worse by the year so I do think hey, it's great to have a leader somebody that points the tribe in a good direction and it does positive things for us as a whole but that doesn't seem to be happening anymore in America there's just greed and control and greed and money is involved in the power of America so that means people are just numbers and they don't give a fuck if you live or die and that's not what I uh, look to as admirable source of power I look at that as we need a replacement of power is what I look at and that's going to take one day everybody just standing up for their rights and beliefs and God given you know empowerment about who you are and what you should be available to do with your life your your rights stand for something. Every person like me and Danny are talking about is created equal. And if everybody and everything is equal, then why is there so much separation, segregation, so much difference in the way everybody's experiencing life? Why are so many freedoms being squashed? And that's going down a completely different path, but it's true what you said, so it needed to be voiced for a moment. So yeah, everything and everybody's equal, like we said. And it helps you to embody that belief completely and wholly. And that's going to be the I don't give a shit type mentality. It's I don't give a shit what everybody else on social media or out in the world thinks about me, whether I'm fat or ugly or my hair's not fixed great or I'm not dressed the best. Fuck it. I'm just who I am. And if I'm comfortable with who I am, then I'm going to operate from authenticity and I'm going to be comfortable. And that means that life will be better for me. So that's what you want. And that was the main point of going through that. We want the world to open up for you. Everybody out there, your enjoyment in life is going to go through the roof if you can let go of that need to control how you look in front of everybody and that obsessive thought process. It's just so draining on your life force. Let it be, let go of control in that sense, at least. All right. Do not glamorize or elevate thoughts above you as a human being. Avoidance. Our ego has a way of weighing and balancing things in our lives to keep us locked into a certain space. Now, <clears throat> pardon me. This is what it 
your ego considers a safe spot, your subconscious or ego or whatever you want to fucking call it. No embarrassment, no rejection, no risky chances, um, no big changes in your life. That's the survival mindset. That's not the thrive mindset. That's why I keep stressing, learn to not give a shit. Fuck your ego, fuck my ego, fuck Danny's ego, fuck everyone's pride, whatever you want to call it. What It doesn't make a difference. It makes you miss opportunities is the point. Life is too short. Learn to not give a shit about what's going on around you. Just go after what you want. Consolidate your thoughts. Stop dwelling on things that are negative. I doubt you're going to get embarrassed and it ruin you as a person. I doubt you will die from taking a chance on saying yes and walking through some open doors that you're scared of right now. And that's what I think a lot of people have holding them down is their ego and their pride and their subconscious that's just trying to keep them comfortable and safe. What do you think? It's true. And the thing is, is that it's really hard. I I understand. It's hard to get away from being prideful. That's, uh, I think, especially uh, for men, it's kind of like one of those things. They feel like it's, you know, in coalition with how they present themselves. They want to look prideful. They want to feel prideful. You know, I'm the man. I have to, you know this is the way it is. You know, the whole thing is, is, and that's not necessarily a bad thing altogether. It just can be, it's not altogether bad. You're right, but it can be toxic completely. Like you talking about it right now made me remember when I was in my twenties, my dad said how he said, you're too prideful to me because I was stubborn about certain things and I wouldn't listen to him. And he said, you're too prideful. And I'll never forget when he told me that. And I was probably around 24 or 25 and it stuck with me. And I always tried to change after he told me that. Cause it, it was like a arrow through my heart. It hit me hard. Him saying that not anybody else, because I admired my dad. And when he told me I'm too prideful, then that meant something is up. Then I need to look at that. And I was, I was very stubborn and thick-headed about what I wanted to do, and I didn't give a shit what other people said or thought. I would just obsessively do whatever it was that I wanted to do, even if I ran over somebody I cared about or loved. And that was pride. So there's one way it can be a toxic stinker and really fuck up shit for you. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, Pardon me. Okay, remember everyone out there, we're all human. Everyone's shit stinks. Mine stinks. Danny stinks. Danny's really stinks. Oh god, it's fucking horrible. It's like death (laughs) death incarnate. It's like a garbage can full of fucking dead babies. Yep. It's all that dead meat I've been eating. Dead meat with beans and fucking spinach. But no person is better or more valuable than another person, right? So it doesn't matter. Danny's shit stinks. My shit stinks. You pretty little blonde out there listening to your shit stinks. You all got to take a shit. We're all the same. We're all human beings. We all have to do the same things to get by in life. Nobody is more valuable than any other person. I already stressed this, but I'm really stressing it now. So unless you're hung up on fucking bank balances and material possessions 
Stop judging other people. And if that's what you're doing is judging people's bank balances and material possessions to rate where they um, belong in this world, then you've got life all fucked up. Some of the best people you will ever meet and make friends with, that is not their sole priority is worrying about how much money they have in their bank account or how many fucking cars and houses they have. And if that's all you give a shit about, you're going to have some very thin fake veneers of friendships. They're not going to be real. Because the second your money or your possessions disappear, then those people won't give a fuck about you either. If that's what you're looking for. Look for reality. Look for connection. You you agree? Never judge a man's success by the size of his wallet. Yes, look at at his cock. (laughs) (laughs) If he's got at least eight inches or more, he's successful. (laughs) I'm joking because most guys don't got eight inches. It's okay for you four inches out there. You're successful too. (laughs) Just not fucking busting up any cervixes. (laughs) You won't be wounding any females physically on their insides. I'm sure they're greatly appreciative of that. (laughs) It's all the motion. It's all about motion. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, anyway, th- th- I've been talking about all sorts of different stuff, but here's another great point. Let's go over this. Don't be a nice guy or girl or whatever the hell you want to call yourself because that is people-pleasing. Everybody always hears the nice guy or girl. They always finish last. It's true. Some people do this shit unwillingly, or not unwillingly, unwittingly is the word, because they want acceptance they want people to accept them they want everyone to love them fuck that again be you be authentic don't care about what everyone else is thinking about you because if you are truly authentically yourself you will attract the right friends and the right people will come into your life then the real people that need to be around you will show up they'll join up with you You don't have to be an asshole or think that you're a a dick or think negative thoughts about yourself because you tell somebody no. It's okay to say no. Be free. No attachments. Whatever happens, just accept it. Thoughts? I say that you don't have to be an empath to like pick up on these types of things. And I know that but, that word can be dangerously uh, misunderstood as like a crazy into, person. Go, but Yes, it, go, <laughs> it goes into the esoteric woo-woo when you say an empath, but we're all empaths to a certain degree. People just don't want to realize it or think about it, but you are. It's just I think a lot of people just need to be, to be more mindful and pay more attention to the people around them. Some people just aren't good at it. Like I've, I know personally have known people that are just, they're just not good around people, period. And yeah. uh, so I it's, I've known you know, it's people. understandable. Yeah. You know, it's understandable that there's a lot of people out there that don't pick up on that kind of thing. But I say it's always worth a shot. You know, try to be more in tune with people. Hell, you never know. You might meet somebody nice. You might meet the next, I don't know, Unabomber. Fuck who knows. But either way... <laughs> It would be. Uh, you, you could look at it that way, but I think actually going from being an introvert 
to extroverting yourself a bit, just trying to step out of your comfort zone, which is so hard for introverts. And I do join in the group that calls herself introverts because it's hard for me to extrovert. I've always had to use drugs or alcohol to do it, but I can, if I really try, if I really try and step outside of myself, you'll find out most of the time, whatever you're thinking bad's going to happen, won't happen. In fact, you'll make a new friend or you'll find a new opportunity or you'll be able to network and maybe it's a job opportunity or you know, I was, I've got this special talent doing this and so do they, or I love going mountain biking on the weekends and so do they, or whatever it is, you're not taking any chances. You're not living. And before you know it, your days are numbered. They're over with. So take chances and talk to people because so many people are trapped on the internet and on social media. This is not living folks. Living is meeting and talking and getting new contacts Adding to your Rolodex, as they used to say, you know, you want more people that you're in touch with because more opportunities will come into your life. I promise you more money, more fun, more everything just because you're talking to people. It's that simple. If you isolate yourself, you cut yourself off from opportunity. You cut yourself off from the world. Some things will go bad. Yeah. But I, I would almost guarantee you that 80, 90% of you opening up and stepping outside your comfort zone is going to bring you good things. That's my take on it. Right or wrong, that's what I believe. Yeah. Quality over quantity, though. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make It's not like you should just walk up to any and everybody, but some people that are introverted. Maybe you do need to just start walking up and, you know, hey, uh, talk to somebody at a store that you normally would never talk to or some small talk with the uh, cashier or whatever. I mean, it's in simple places like you go to the park with your kid, try talking to some of the other parents there, whatever. Simple things it could be that could expand your world. But the main thing is be authentic, be present. Wherever you're at, be there now. Don't be in the past thinking about bullshit. Don't be in the future trying to forecast what doom and gloom is going to happen if you talk to somebody. Be unattached. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Don't elevate people or things above yourself. Be positive. Try to escape the negative thought process. You can be a good person without being a people pleaser. And I didn't mention this earlier, but this was one of my biggest faults of shit growing up. And I still get trapped in it every once in a while as I try and do whatever I can to make other people happy when I I should say no to some things and some instances, but I don't. So don't feel like you have to do it. You can, you're still a good person. If you tell somebody, no, you can't do something. And you are enough. You are sufficient. Remember that. Everybody's equal in this world. Then high vibes. Smile. Be confident. Be carefree. And don't give a shit about what everybody else is thinking about you. Quit dwelling on that and just live your life authentically. What do you think, man? I think it sounds like some sound advice. I think that People don't have to be overly charismatic to actually be positive and go out and have a good positive influence. And, and, you know, some people are, 
some people have that charisma where they can just walk into a room and they light up the whole room, you know? Yeah. There I've are met, those people. I've met those people. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, you don't have to be one of those people. And it's hard, especially if you're, you know, very introverted type human being. You're, you know, maybe start off slow and just say, hey, you know what? Today I'm going to go, I don't know, to the bar or go someplace and I'm going to try to meet somebody. Because there's like so many people out there I know that have like had nothing but bad relationships and have been unsuccessful throughout their whole life. And they're afraid to continue on trying to meet new people. In fact, I know quite a few people like that. You're making a great point. They're looking too much at what happened in the past to think about what could happen in the future. Instead, Very they, judgmental. Right. Very judgmental of themselves. So they're taking their past and they're projecting it onto the future like that's going to happen again instead of giving it a chance. Sure. And a lot of females are that way. I, I know a lot of females that get like, I won't say I know a lot of females that get like that, but it, I will say that there are some females that are very, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, I, I don't really, you know, I don't have, I'm not the most successful person. I'm not the prettiest person. And when they constantly keep adding up all those negativities, what's it, what it equals up to is basically you not moving forward with life. You're just at a standstill. Oh my and God. That's a tragedy. Oh my God. What fucking truth you just nailed. That's the biggest, scariest thing that Danny just said right there. When you get caught up in that mindset and it's negative like that and you're not good enough and you don't want to take any chances, you get stuck. And then what passes? 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Before you know it, you're encroaching on your fucking deathbed and you never took a chance. You never stepped outside your comfort zone because you were scared. Whatever happened in the past is going to happen to you in your future. You forecasted that every move you make to move forward in your life is going to produce the same results that you had at some isolated incident or maybe a couple times it happened. So you just think for the rest of your life that it's the same shit going to happen. Therefore, you go ahead and throw away your whole fucking life because you're scared. You got to be who you are, man. You just got to get out and be authentic and say, fuck whatever happened in the past and enjoy life. Love it for what you got to live right now. Kind of like that little mock uh, music I sent you, uh, the the song Satan by Orbital. Yeah. You, you, you hear it. It says it's better to regret something you have done than to regret something you haven't done. Yes. Totally. Plain and simple. And that's plain agreeable. Is, plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah. That's so well put. Don't be yeah. a bunch of pussies. Get out there and, and, and make shit happen. Cause it ain't going to happen sitting on your ass, eating bonbons, watching TV. Right. And you know, Danny's just, he's hamming it up for the podcast, but nobody's a pussy. Nobody's, uh, it, we're not trying to call anybody any names for being stuck in a mindset where you can't move, like you feel frozen or stuck or you can't get out of it. Sometimes you need help. Maybe you need to get some therapy. Maybe you need to get the right medication. Whatever it is, it doesn't mean that you're a weak human being. It just means you need to break the story, break the mindset you're trapped in and start producing higher vibrations as a human being. And you can... Everybody's capable of doing it. You've gotten trapped. You have gotten brainwashed by the fucking system and you're stuck in it. So break that mindset. 
Break that story that you're telling yourself that you're not good enough. Break that story that I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I don't wear good enough clothes. I have a crooked teeth. Uh, I'm not smart enough to go talk to anybody. I'm a, got a shitty job. I drive an ugly car. Whatever the fuck you tell yourself that makes you always retract and pull back from living your life authentically and being who you are, stop that story. Say, fuck that story and live your life. That's true. And I, I wouldn't mind helping people. Uh, I have a shovel, so. <laughs> right. If it takes a hit over the head, then. Or Jay, I'll dig your hole. Jay, Jay and Danny will either knock you over the head so you get some sense, or we will dig a hole and go ahead and bury you because you're not even living and you might as well die. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, it, it is uh, it is sad and it's uh, yeah, we're only a common, si- common, common situational thing for a lot of people is uh, today is uh, fear. Um, anxiety is like, Hell, you look at our, our we prescription. We talked about it uh, recently, Danny. We talked about it on the podcast we did. Yeah. I mean, you look at like the prescriptions that are being handed out for just anxiety alone today. It's overwhelming how many Americans are dying. And I'm, I don't even know worldwide, but just based on Americans alone, um, the amount of prescription drugs that are being handed out for anxiety is just overwhelming. So, I Good get God, that there's man. those frustrations. Yeah. yeah, there's frustrations, and I get it because I mean I've started dealing with anxiety myself, and I think a lot of my shits just well, because I quit drinking. Up, you're cleaning up your lifestyle now. You're detaching yeah. from all these magic potions that have always gave you relief from everything, and you're living a completely clean life. So every sense, every nerve, every fiber is firing in your body, and you're not used to that. So that's overstimulation. But yep. that's what most people do in their life. They live a life where they're overly numbed by consuming some product, either the doc- doctor's given them or alcohol that's readily available or cigarettes that are easy to get or it's something. Some mm-hmm. Everybody's addicted to something to numb themselves so they can stand being who they are. Yep. And that's, I'll be honest with you, man, that's the one thing I miss more than anything is being able to numb myself with some alcohol. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's hard, man. I try to allot it just like once a week, but I'd even like to cut it out fucking once a week, man. Honestly, just make it a special occasion type thing. Yeah, and cigarettes too, man. After 30 years of smoking, whoo. Well, you, you, know, you, you quit everything hard. like cold turkey, no drinking, no smoking, nothing. And I mean, this is something that you were heavily involved with for your whole life. So yeah, anxiety is going to show up and knock on your mm-hmm. door and say, hey, motherfucker, you got a whole lot of new, you know, nerves firing and shit. You got shit to be worried about. It's going to put you on high alert. Yeah. The only thing that got me through it, man, is is running from the devil. Yeah. <laughs> The he main, came the for me and you I told him to go fuck himself. Yeah, the main thing you just said is running. The worst thing is you can do after all that we've talked about is sit still and isolate yourself because if you don't take off running, if you don't get busy doing something, if you're not out keeping busy, keeping your mind just, I don't care, engaged in something, 
the devil will come and find you right where you're at. You don't even have to ask for him. You don't even have to look for him. He will come right to your fucking door, kick it in, and start butt-fucking you if you just sit there and do nothing all the time and isolate yourself. He will come and find you. Oh, yeah. He's watching. He's watching everybody. And this is it's waiting. Not, it, it's it's it sounds like I'm talking in literal terms, but I'm just saying your mind turns to darkness when it's not engaged and it's not busy doing something. So I'm saying find devils, something to do. demons, yeah, whatever you, you want. You don't to have it. to believe in demons. You don't have to believe in God or the devil or any of this stuff. I'm just saying you're going to do something bad. You're going to think negative thoughts. You're going to be in a horrible place if you isolate and do nothing in your spare time you need to get get a friend get somebody to talk to get out of your house be yourself be authentic get out and do something because if you don't it's only going to get bad and if bad's already where you're at it's only going to get worse so those habits got to change yeah don't be stagnant stop standing still and start living life stop waiting for death because yeah. that's all you're really doing when you're standing still. You're just waiting for death. Man, and ain't that a waste of uh, the gift that we have being alive? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, fuck that. I could be doing all that I can do, and I still like feel like I'm not ever going to do enough. Yeah, know? I think a lot of people can relate to that, too, because there's some people that do work hard and try and fit their hobbies in and their friends, and they still feel like they don't have enough time. Good. Fucking try and do more. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Man, you got one life to live. Don't don't run yourself into the ground. I'm not saying grind, grind, hustle, Gary Vaynerchuk. Fucking grind until you fucking blood's coming out your eyes and squirting out of your ears. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying stay busy. Do something. Get out of your comfort zone. Go do things that scare you. Go, go do things that make you uncomfortable until you get comfortable with them. Put yourself out there. Go after your dreams. Follow through on some stuff that you have always thought about ever since you were a kid that you loved. Whatever it is, find the people that are interested in those things or that supports you to go after those things and get around them more often. Anyways, all it is is positive thought process. We're trying to get away from the negative, raise your vibes as a human being by changing the way you think so that you can have a better life. And that's all this is about very positive podcast yes well I don't have much more to say about it because I think we've covered everything just don't give a shit what other people think be yourself be authentic and that's all I got to say on it what about you are you done yeah I think so yeah we, we've, I think people either either get motivated or they'll continue to sit on their couch and wait for death <laughs> well put alright everybody well thanks what for joining in yeah, you can't do nothing. All you can do is try and help. And the people that want it are going to get up and do something about it. And there's going to be that percentage of people that don't do a thing. So, anyways, until next time, thanks everybody for joining me and Danny for another episode of Keeping It Real. Subscribe, rate, review. And as always, look down below where you came to the podcast and you can donate as low as a dollar a month for all this free information. So, if you're willing to do that, I would be very happy. Danny doesn't give a shit, but I would gladly accept it. <laughs> and if you want to <laughs> donate more, you can. So, anyways, thank you guys. Until next time, me and Danny are out. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you. But please do all of this at your own risk.